You're listening to the 49 Carats Podcast, a 49ers goldmine production with Stephanie Sanchez. What's going on, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the 49 Carats Podcast. We are six days away from the NFL Draft, and I am back with another prospect spotlight. Today with me, I have Adam State defensive end, EJ LeBays. EJ, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm blessed. How about yourself? I'm not too bad. Not too bad myself. Um, For those of you who haven't heard about EJ, I um, definitely recommend checking out his huddle. Um, If you guys are watching on YouTube, which I definitely recommend, watch on YouTube. Um, In the description, we have a link to his huddle uh, website, and you guys can check out his highlights there. So definitely recommend. You guys will not be disappointed. Um, But we'll just jump right into the questions. Uh, first, right before, uh, you know, we went live, I was asking you about where you're from. Uh, and so you, you said you're from Virginia originally, um, but you went to college in Adams state or at Adams state and, and that's in Colorado, right? Yeah. All right. So that's pretty funny. I actually just moved to Colorado not too long ago, like Uh last July. So first I want to know like your thoughts about Colorado. How is it, you know, living out there for you? Yeah, it was um it's different to say the least. Um it's definitely a, a different experience than what I'm used to, um, not only culturally but weather wise. because uh, I was yes. in the mountains, you know. <laughs> Alamos is in the mountains and it's seven thousand feet above sea level as opposed to Virginia, that's a couple hundred feet and you know, completely different um people, you know. Alamosa is uh an older demographics there's definitely an older group there you know a little more well tight-knit group um as opposed to virginia you can run into somebody that you may never see the rest of your life any day you know so it's definitely different yeah definitely i mean how do you do you feel like you know playing football in you know mile high you know elevation and all that has kind of helped with your conditioning a little bit yeah i i would say um when when i first got there Cause I lived on the third, uh, the third floor and like talking and singing rap lyrics was a no go. I couldn't multitask in any regards, but like now I feel like, I feel like a fish, you know, cause I feel like I could breathe forever. Like I feel like, I have, like just crazy lungs, you know, um, especially when I leave Colorado because of mm-hmm. just the day-to-day tasks there, you exert so much more energy, um, that you don't even really notice. So going there, you know, coming back home and training and stuff of that nature has just been it's just been definitely helpful um, and it's definitely a perk. Yeah, for sure. See, I, I thought it was just me being out of breath over here. I'm kind of I feel a little better knowing that, like you, an athlete also you yeah. were struggling a little bit. Um, to all of us. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It, it hits you hard. Um, but as I understand you know, I was doing a little digging, you know, finding out a little bit about you before this interview, getting some questions ready. And I saw that you actually spent a year at Chabot College in Hayward. Correct. Yeah. So, so that's crazy because I because I'm from the Bay Area and <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people watching, you know, Niner fans, most of them are going to be from the Bay Area as well. And so I feel like my worlds are colliding a little bit here. Tell me about like, how would you end up at Chabot for that one year and what was that experience like for you? 
Yeah, so there's definitely love, you know, to the Bay Area. Um, it kind of became a second home for me for a couple of years just because okay. of the atmosphere and the culture there. It was, just, it was just so crazy. You know, this is like you dream about going to California from the East Coast, and but not a lot of people get to have that opportunity. So when you go for the first time and you meet all these people and, you know, great energies and great people, it's just it's an amazing experience. So I went there right after high school because of my process due to my grades um, in high school. It deteriorated my process to get recruited. So I had to go junior college and I literally emailed like three coaches. It was like Chabot. Butte and Laney and uh, Chabot was the one that I got most, you know, interested in and um, the one that I felt most at home with, you know, we're talking with Coach Fenene and I went there, didn't take a visit. I went there off of uh, my beliefs with God and uh, I, I, it's a happy decision ever since. Um, I, I was there for about a year and a half, actually. So I spent okay. my first two years there at Chabot. Okay. All right. Well, well, that's awesome. Um, yeah. But you spent most of your time at Adams State, right? So um, tell me a little bit about Adams State. You know, like, is there a moment, you know, playing there that you're most proud of? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it just came recently. Uh, this year was like, it was the year for me in terms of, um, you know, on the field, off the field, everything. It just, it, this was the year for uh, not only me, but just the team. It was a big year for the team, new coaching staff, uh, a lot of new players post COVID. So we were going through so many things. And for me to be, you know, a team captain on that team uh, and help my, the team grow, you know, was big. One of the moments in the game for me was uh, Black Hills, where, um, you know, we were we were in a double overtime with Black Hills and me being able to, you know, help close out the, the uh, close out the fourth quarter with, uh, you know, a quarter ending sack, uh, me and my teammate Rob Luckett. And then just being able to contribute in the pass game as effectively as I did that game, uh, getting the QB, you know, out there and, and, you know, creating some pressures where he had to feel uncomfortable. That was one of my biggest games in my, you know, biggest accomplishments um last year even though we lost it was one of those things where it kind of put us on the map because we were expected to get beat by that team and um it was just a you know nitty-gritty game yeah i mean even in losses there's always something that you learn or something you gain out of it so uh definitely good to hear that you know your final year you really came into your own but you mentioned you were a team captain and i saw that as well um in in your huddle because i saw you going out for one of the coin tosses so you know, I assume, you know, uh, your teammates would speak very, very highly of you and your coaches as well. Um, what's something that how would they describe you, your teammates, your coaches, um, you know, not just as a football player, but as a person? Yeah. So there's three words that I would use 10 times out of 10. And it goes for on the field, off the field, and just who I am, which is hard work a hardworking person, a disciplined person, and an accountable person. And the, okay. one of the biggest things my uh, former coach, um, Coach Harrison, harped on was a lot of the things on the field that happen on the field can happen before you even touch the field, which is basically the, you know, the stuff that you can control without the play, which is, you know, being accountable, being on time, knowing your assignments, uh, being disciplined, staying in your gaps, knowing where you're supposed to be, when you're supposed to be at the time you're supposed to be it. And just being hardworking every day, you know, you keep hitting the nail, you keep picking up that sledgehammer, you keep hitting, you know, um, every day. Doesn't doesn't matter what the circumstances is. It doesn't matter 
who you're going against. It doesn't matter what you're going to do the other day, you know, be a hardworking individual and you always, you'll more than likely be successful in your endeavors. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely agree with that as well. Um, so you, you spoke a little bit about accountability, how things throughout the week would probably help you on game day. So how do you prepare for games throughout the week? Like, would you call yourself a bit of a film junkie? You know, do you, you do some yoga, trying to center your mind a little bit? Like, how are you preparing uh, throughout the week? <laughs> yeah, so I'm a, I'm a mixture of um, all of the above, I would say. Plus, it's one I don't think people uh, think of too much, which is like affirmations. I speak mm -hmm. highly of the game before I even get into the game. Um, okay. It doesn't matter for 0-9. It doesn't matter for 9-0. Uh, we're going to win. We're going to win. That's yeah. what's going to happen. Um, we're going to dominate our opponents. We're going to know our opponents. So in knowing our opponents, in the process of knowing your opponent, that's where the film comes into play. Um, in the process of dominating your opponent, that's when the weight room comes into play. That's when the extra um, effort comes into play during the week, starting on Sunday, you know, because a lot of the times, well, every week, you know, um, games are on Saturday. The next day, Sunday, we're doing our team stretches, we're doing our workouts, and that's when we have to get ready for the opponent we're facing the following Sunday or Saturday. So I would say I'm a, um, a little bit of, you know, all kinds of uh, different um preparation backgrounds for sure i love that i mean you definitely gotta speak it into existence sometimes yeah. i truly believe in that it, it does work some wonders um do you have any like pre-game rituals or any like superstitions that you really got to abide by before a game yeah so <laughs> i mean there's certain there's certain garments that i won't wash throughout the season um <laughs> <laughs> and, that, oh, and I'm not gonna say what they are, but I'm not saying they're my underwear. It's not my underwear for sure. But there's certain okay. garments that I won't wash, whether that's socks, gloves, whatever the case is, because I once I did good with this, I don't want to do bad with it, or I can only right. do good with it. So I'm gonna keep mm -hmm. the good juju going around. Uh, I definitely pray a lot. I pray a lot. I pray a lot um during or uh, before the game. Um, just for, you know, my safety, for what I want to do, what I want to accomplish, and for my opponent's safety and what they want to accomplish, even though I can't let that happen. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. No, those are those are pretty good. The not washing thing, that's an interesting one. I don't think I've heard that one before, but uh, that, one, that one's definitely interesting. Good to know it wasn't your underwear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we proper um, clean hygiene around here. <laughs> we practice that. We practice that. Yeah, that, no, that's good. That's good. <laughs> Um, but t speaking a little more about, you know, your game, like some things that I saw, you know, watching some of your clips and I even mentioned this to you, you know, I like the way you work off your blocks, you're hustling, like you, you chase after plays, even when it seems like you're, you're pretty far away from the play, you'll still chase it down. So you never give up on a play. Um, but is and and obviously you're good at getting after the quarterback as well, right? Uh, do you have a favorite move that you know that you can win with, you know, almost every time? Yeah. So um, one of my favorite moves, and one I don't want to say one of my biggest problems, but one of my favorite moves um, with an offense alignment was the push pull, just because you think I'm a quicker guy, I'm going to try to beat you with the speed, and I want to hit you with power, you know, immediately. And I want to assert my dominance. I don't want to show you that I'm running away from you. I'm not running away from you. I'm running towards you. I'm running to you. Because in the trenches, it's all about 
um, grit. It's all about who's going to come, you know, more times than not. So the push pull was definitely one of my favorite plays this year. Um, in recent history, I like a long arm to a swim or a swipe or whatever the case is, just because I can set the offensive lineman's hands, um, especially a more patient offensive lineman. I can set his body and stuff like that. Uh, it just depends on who I'm going against. Uh, yeah, it really just depends on who I'm going against. Yeah, well, I, I definitely saw you like pushing people, like pushing through people um, more times than one. So I, I would yeah. say that's that's definitely your strength and, and you look good doing it. So um, is there an NFL player that, you know, you try to emulate on the field? <laughs> Yeah, so I never was one that's like, uh, let me go. You Sometimes I've watched some Aaron Donald highlights. Uh, I've watched some Elvis Dumerville highlights. Um, I've seen a couple of Nick Bosa's highlights. And uh, I, I think what I started to realize is that all the great defensive linemen, edge rushers, whatever you want to call them, have the same things, which is the hustle, the tenacity, you know, the uh, violentness. And, and that's really what I try to emanate off of anyone's game and bring it to my own. Um, the person that I would closely um, view myself as is more of like a James Harrison type. Um, mm. Didn't have all the measurables that was needed, but he got it done. Um, and he, he got it done through pure hard work and determination. And you see where that led him to. Right. And like we spoke, it all starts with like having the belief and then you right. go from there. Um, we got we got a few questions um, really quickly from people watching. Uh, but just really quickly, for those of you watching, make sure to subscribe. Make sure you like this video. Make sure you share it because EJ definitely deserves to have more people watching him, more people knowing who he is. So make sure you share this video. Um uh, CG Ruthless Sports, he's asked, what's something you want to improve on going into the NFL? Yeah, so the biggest thing was just um, explosiveness, explosiveness, explosiveness. You Like, when you see uh, people like Micah Parsons do what he just did, and he's never really had a full season as an edge rusher, it was just literally off of athletic ability, but explosive. Like, he was just explosive. Um, so that's something that we've been working on heavy um, during this training season. It's just working on, you know, the first steps, um, yes. working on the redirection, but exploding through the redirections and stuff of that nature for sure. All right. Yeah, that's a good one. All right. Shaw J asks, do you have a favorite victory meal? That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm a mac and cheese connoisseur. I eat anything okay. mac and cheese. I love baked mac and cheese. So my favorite, my victory meals are baked mac and cheese, um, some sort of fish because I'm pescatarian. And um, you got to top it off with like, you know, your vegetables. Huh? So whether that's cabbage, broccoli, whatever the case is, that's a complete victory meal for me. Okay, yeah, I like how you mix in some greens in there too. Those are important. Gotcha. <laughs> All right, we got one more. Uh, favorite team growing up? Uh, yeah, I've uh, when I was growing up, as I was growing up, I was a Jets fan. And that's because, like I said, uh, I was born in Brooklyn. Um, my whole family, or a lot of my family, like the Giants. And so me just being rebellious, going against the grain. I grew up a Jets fan um, and, and have been watching them for a pretty while, a pretty long time. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, and I know that we're at your... Pro day, correct? Yep, correct. Yep. All right. Awesome. Well, 
tell me a little bit about your pro day. Um, you know, what was that like? Do you feel like you performed the way you wanted to, tested the way you wanted to? Yeah, so I it was it was up and down. Um I had some um I won't say injuries, I had some boo-boos that hindered my um performance in some regard, but I think that I illustrated certain things at certain times. Um, I haven't got my full numbers back, but, you know, when I talked to the Broncos scout, he told me my 10-yard get off and my 10-yard splits, and it was like a 4.75, which is okay um, at my size and height. And so there were certain things I've done that I liked, and I feel like I showed that I was a competitor, you know, that even though you could see that there was something probably wrong with me that I competed and I pushed through those things. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, is there something else that you're trying to uh, do this offseason, maybe like build muscle, hand coordination? You spoke about the explosiveness. Um, are there some other things that you're trying to improve on in terms of like testing or something like that? Yeah, yeah. So it's just, I mean, we've been, you know, chilling at it ever since um, I got back. It's really just the explosiveness and the strength. Uh, those have been the biggest two focus points this offseason because, you know, once you're strong enough to hang in the trenches, um, are you are you quick enough to get, you know, past those people that are also strong enough to hang in the trenches? So those have been the two focus points has been um, quickness, whether vertical or lateral, and then strength, just pure power. I want to – we were, you know, focused on, on cutting pure fat and just getting pure muscle. Uh, so just doing that process and, you know, correcting those eating habits and stuff of that nature for sure. Okay. And and you mentioned that, you know, you hadn't gotten all your numbers back yet, uh, but I saw in your huddle, it said you're 40, you, you had it set at 4.7. Is that like what you're running at for a 40 right now? That's what my training, my training was 4.748. Yeah. That was during my training process. That's, I mean, that's pretty good. I'd say for someone your size. Yeah, um, for sure. Definitely, definitely good feet. Um, so you had a few uh, teams present at your pro day. We mentioned the Jets. Were there any other teams that showed up or have shown interest in you thus far? Yeah, so there was you know, the Jets, the Broncos, the Jaguars, um, the Saints. I think there was one or two more teams there. Um, I have at my All-Star game in January, the CGS All-Star game, I talked to some of the smaller scouts with the Raiders and uh, 49ers. We talked a little bit with them and then um, the Colts. The Colts have, have uh, been sending me stuff as a recent as well. Nice. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's really exciting to hear, especially Niners for selfish reasons, you know, like I'm, I'm pretty excited that the, the Niners have contacted you. Um, do you have any like impressions on the team uh, or of the team? Sorry. I, I'm sure, you know, or you might know Chris Kosredge. He's the defensive line coach. He could pretty much like, turn any guy into a very productive defensive lineman. And and so like, what are your impressions on the 49ers as a team? Yeah. I mean, I love what the 49ers represent. I think the 49ers bringing a whole bunch of people um, with different backgrounds, as you could just see the former defensive coordinator, Rob, uh, Robert Sala, you know, they're bringing people with different backgrounds, different traits. It's not really normal, um, typical NFL football. Right. And they're getting the maximum production out of it. And you're seeing how what they did has changed 
the NFL, essentially. You see, you know, with the way people are, um, they use Debo Samuels. You see a lot more of that position being used in similar regards. You see the tight end position get glorified in similar ways. You see teams try to bring back the heavy run game, you know, just because the 49ers stick to the basics, heavy run, great defense. Um, so I, I think what the 49ers do, it, it's, I don't want to say it's old school, but I want to say it gets the job done. It's not, they're not going to do too much. You know what they're going to do, but they're going to do it at a very high rate. Yeah, definitely. A lot of blue chip going on over there. Um, All right. I got, I think uh, one or two more questions. Um, But before I get into that one, we have one more here. Uh, Who would you want to sack in the NFL? Would you trash talk him or no? <laughs> Tom Brady. <laughs> man, Tom you got you got one more year to do it, man. Maybe one <laughs> more year. Who knows with that guy? <laughs> yeah, Tom Brady is like I mean, it's like we're in a phase of football. I feel like, you know, all of the um I like to call them OGs, you know, the older people, they're leaving and we're getting a lot of fresh new cats in the league. So to be able to yeah. sack somebody that's a guaranteed Hall of Famer. Um, that, that's just, that's, that's legendary. That's monumental. Yeah. That's legendary. <laughs> yeah. You definitely would have to savor that one. Um, okay. So Adam state is a D two school, correct? Yeah. What, what would you say to a team that maybe, you know, doubted you for any reason because <clears throat> of the school that you went to because of, you know, the level of, perceived talent that's at d2 correct yeah so i would say first and foremost i mean go go look what i did when i went to the all-star game versus different people of different talent um and that speaks for itself as well um and on top of that the specific division or conference i won rmac has people that go to the nfl for offensive defensive line we have mammoths on both sides uh ryan jenkins or jensen from the buccaneers I went and did my pro day at his old school in college. So that's what I would say about talent-wise. And then, and then lastly, I would say that competitors compete wherever. doesn't matter what talent it is. You you get mm-hmm. me, you come, you know, grab a person like me, you're going to get somebody that got trained like the league is training D-linemen. Um, you got to maximize plays. We rotated 10 D-linemen at a time in any given game at any given time. And so you have to maximize your reps. How efficient can you be on less reps? And when you look up the film, I was efficient on less reps, right? As opposed to these big school guys, they get 80, 90 reps a game and they're posing same or similar film. Right. That That's a great answer, actually, because that, that surprisingly is a question that, you know, stumps some people, you know? Um, and so I, I thought that was a great answer. Uh, <laughs> uh, one more question for you. Um, if a team wanted to, you know, have you on their team, but they're like, you know, we're just going to have you as a, a special teamer for now. How would you, what would be your attitude towards that? Let's go. Let's go win. Uh, yeah. I, I played special <laughs> teams at Chabot. I was um, one of the special teams leaders at Chabot. I'm versatile. Okay. Let's um, go. I can do that. So, and my film uh, in Adam State, I also was one of the key blocks that led to like a 98-yard punt return touchdown. So, let's go do that. If that's okay, what that needs to happen. Man. 
<laughs> yeah, you brought out the receipts. You're like, here you go, here you go, here you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Well, thank you so much for being on today, EJ. This has been wonderful. Um, if anyone has a comment that they want to get in really quickly before we head out of here, please like drop it in the comments now on YouTube. Um, but EJ, thank you so much. Are there any like last words that you know you want to leave people with? Yeah, first I want to say thank you for having me. It's been great. This is a great. The Bay has a special place in my heart um, just because of the stuff I went through out there. So it will forever be embedded in my journey. Um, and then lastly, to anyone that's watching, um, follow me. Follow my journey. Uh, I'm on social media, Coco Smooth. Um, I'm a great I'm a great time regardless. And then whatever team gets me, just know I'm working and I'm ready to work. I'm a competitor um, because of my journey. I'm last to go all four quarters in. So you get some of these bigger school kids, they they're not sometimes they're not used to all that. So let's go. They're ready to work. Very true. I love your attitude, man. I I, I love it. And and <laughs> again, for selfish reasons, I hope the 49ers take a chance on you. But if not, <laughs> definitely am, am gonna be wishing you the best. Thank and you, so you know, I'll be following your career. We follow each other on Twitter, so I'm gonna pay close attention to you know what happens in your future. Um, but for those of you watching, make sure you check out uh, his huddle link. It's in the description. You can watch you know some of his highlights. Some um, you have some game tape on there too, and like practice tape, right, EJ? Yeah, it's not even practice tape. It, it that's from the All Star game. That's from my senior. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, perfect. Even. Even better. All right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, make sure you guys like and subscribe this video as well. Share it. Let's get, you know, EJ's name out there to the masses. And make sure you guys have a great weekend. Thank you so much for watching. Peace.